0: hallelujah. Hey, I said hallelujah. What a privilege to be here. I, I love this church. I always talk about covenant family to people. And I very much believe that people come here because I tell them that it's a good place to go, serve the Lord, fellowship with the people of God. Will they say amen? And how glad I am, privileged I am this evening and for the next three days uh Reverend Dennis and your collegiate of elders thank you very much for this gracious invitation to be with you and I pray to God that he will really visit us one word I right from the beginning I want you to put into your spirit during this convention is the word formative we've dealt with informative issues which has more to do with linear issues, you know, if it's Bible reading, oh, I've read so many chapters. Very good. But when it comes to formative thing, uh, the formative issue, it's not so much about how much I've read, but how much I've been impacted, even if it's a verse. Oh, may God be praised. Shall we bow before him who loves us and ask for grace and mercy? Father, here I come, My wife and many others and many in the church and I believe all of them have been praying for this time. And we come only in the name of the Lord Jesus and for his glory's sake. Be merciful to me, a village boy who has found grace in your eyes and in your sight. And I'm asking, O God, that Lord, you be merciful to me so that I will serve your people, Lord, according to your revelation. Holy Spirit of God, this is the time. Come and help me. Serve your people with your word, and let every bit of glory be yours and yours alone for christ 's sake, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Let the people of God be seated. Thank God for Thank God for um, the theme for this convention. Um, shall we go to um, I want to speak to the theme tonight so we go to look gospel and chapter number 12 yeah look at him pan it do me you e ho na a ehona convention yiamudie nsema hodo aye badune ho no yebono tofa ehon e free so look gospel chapter number 12 it's very interesting that the whole context the lord jesus is very much much of it is very much about how material things can actually blind us and shackle and manacle us so that we, we lose our bearing in life. Whenever I go to America, my wife and I were away for nine, nine, nine weeks, we three weeks in the UK. I want to that wherever you go, you speak in different churches. In the UK, I, was with the, I spoke with the Pentecost. Canada, I, I think Canada, I think I was anchored with the Baptists. <laughs> and then in the United States, I was, my last Sunday, I preached at the Assemblies of God in Minneapolis uh Minnesota. I, I very much believe that the church is larger than you think. Amen. Amen. Yeah. The ecclesia is larger than we think. I don't like that. and say, I'm scripture in you Now yes <laughs> you for yeah no I saw not We're thinking of Christians, the people who who belong to Christ, who know Him and who love Him. Hallelujah. People who go out there to represent Him and represent Him so adequately. And my prayer to God is that these three days, if you are one of the people who in your Christian life, you are just floating and just churching, you will anchor in Christ. Because people of God, even before I go to the test, let me tell you this. If you want to see how seriously God takes our salvation, look at Jesus on the cross. And as I speak in conferences all over the world, all the way to Latin America, Chile, wherever I go, I tell them that look, the cross defines the love of God. But it also defines God's anger and wrath. Against sin and rebellion. So let's, let's make up our mind. Because when you follow him seriously, he won't hurt you. I didn't hear a good amen. Amen. So shall we go to the test? Let's... Let's um can you shoot in on the screen for us? it to be good for us to read together? This is what I've been doing all over uh in my church and other places. Luke's gospel and chapter number twelve in the environment of thirty five and um shall we shall we have the reading please quickly? Shall we all read it? is it possible? Let, let's go ready go. Let your waist be girded and your lamps burning. And you yourself be like men who wait for their master when he will return from the wedding, that when he comes and knocks, they may open to him immediately. Blessed are those servants whom the master, when he comes, will find watching. Assuredly, I say to you that he will get himself and have them sit down to eat and will come and serve them. And if he should come in the second watch, or come in the third watch, and find them so, blessed are those servants. Will they say, Amen? Amen. Now, let's go on. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready. For the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Then Peter said to him, Lord, do you speak this parable only to us or to all people? I I really love Peter. His sanguine nature has helped us (laughs) to get the love from Christ. Shall we go on? And the Lord said, Who then is that faithful and wise steward, whom his master will make ruler over his household, to give them their portion of food in due season? Blessed is that servant, whom his master will find so doing, when he comes, truly I say to you that he will make him ruler over all that he has. But if that servant says in his heart, my master is delaying his coming and begins to beat the male and female servants and eat and drink and be drunk. The master of that servant will come on a day when he is not looking for him. And at an hour when he is not aware and will cut him into pieces. To and appoint him his portion with the unbelievers. And that servant who knew his master's will and did not prepare himself or do according to his will shall be beaten with many stripes. But he who did not know, yet committed things deserving of stripes, shall be beaten with few. For everyone to whom much is given from him, much will be required. And to whom much has been committed of him, they will ask the more. Amen. Amen. You know, sometimes you read these parables and you see a master teacher in our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. Because that was what he was and is as he still speaks to his church in the written in the pages of the written word. Hallelujah. It is interesting that as a way of deduction, I want to say the Lord Jesus shared with us a lot of parables with the same intention or intent, and this night I'm speaking on the topic, be ready, be prepared. Be ready, be prepared. As a well introduction, I said, welcome to the national, you know say you're ready. you are ready. see. You're, ready. You're, ready. <laughs> you're crowded. You're crowded. We live in what has become a world that seems to have gone mad. That's a very serious statement. But as I travel around the world, I get more and more convinced every day that the world has gone bezek... Yes, and I very much believe that even some mad people behave better than the world is behaving today. Because if you live in a world where a man is marrying a man. Mad men don't do that. Now, I was preaching in a church in Washington, D.C. I didn't know I I had been invited. I didn't know the pastor. I had been invited. A very learned lady, whose husband, a very pediatrician consultant, a very elite family. And so when I heard of the invitation, I read their profile. I said, oh my God, what a beautiful fellowship I'm going to enjoy. And lo and behold, I speak as I always do, preaching biblical truth, and when I, we, we finished the service, the lady, the lady would not shake my hands. Why do you speak against same, same, Mary? I said, I didn't speak against them. The Bible did. <laughs> 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 Mommy, Osofo, Osofo, Bao, Wabi, Nukunu, Dr. Penny, timitisa wamuna I Ma, am <laughs> and, and sometimes, if you don't take care, that's how you look at preachers and teachers of the word. That's why I'm praying to God that at least you have the opportunity to begin to engage the Bible with formative attitude. The attitude, people of God, I tell you every day as I seek to grow in him, and my wife and I, we are enjoying our time together with the Lord. When we get up in the morning, we all want to be just go on our knees and worship and praise him. And we have made up our minds that by the evening when we meet, we're going to share your, our witnessing experiences throughout, throughout the day. I'm mentoring Assemblies of God pastor, who is, um, has become such a dear son. Now he's doing his PhD. And when I share with him some of my challenges and what I want to do, he said, Papa, I began trying and I see that it works. I didn't know that I can tell somebody about Jesus every day. The opportunities are so many, so plenty, I cannot even handle them. Hey, also for me, me baby I made it in go What's Papa? Me here and say, Hey, wadginis, <inaudible> your word no. we are your is mad. It's not just a question of same sex marriage, but a field of science and meds, uh, Well, what's science? Industry and. Commerce, you name it. Lack of integrity, which makes me so sick, especially about the African world. I just sat two, um, two years ago had a whole three days like I'm doing with you, with the whole of the Methodist Diocese of Kumasi. And at the point when I was with all their leaders, I think about as many as you, oh, the, the gathering here, at the point I was weeping, and then one woman said, bem, bem, so. I'm saying, no, Jai, miss so. you. Because, you see, the the, the the world is in such a mess. And the Lord needs you and he needs me to really present to the world a counterculture of commitment and holiness that will really make them sit up. Will you say Amen. Yeah. I remember I was in the Philippines many years ago in Manila. And it was a weekend in a big conference and I had rested. I wanted to go to the nearest mall to buy some, uh, what is it, uh, shaving something because I had left my in Ghana. And when I got out of my hotel room, though and behold, this Filipino young lady, beautiful, he said, do you want to have sex? When did I get married to you? Get out of here! Now, so, so, Joseph had to behave like that. Joseph, because you see, when it, when it comes to sin, you got to be very wrathful. you got to really flex your muscles and say, No! Because I'm a child of God. I love this song, I know who I am. Get ready, people of God. Be prepared. Will you say Amen? amen. Your world is in a mess. Last quarter of last year, Reverend Steve Mason asked me to do two, three days or so in their conference. And uh, it was about the, the, the world of the last days and evangelism. And as I painted the picture, I said, look, look at your world. And look at my world. Where, where integrity has been thrown to the winds. Everything is in a mess. But thank God that I remember I was at the University two days ago for the graduation and oath swearing ceremony of the young medical doctors. And my associates, he um, has two doctors, all of them medical doctors. One just finished. Beautiful family. And then, uh, I met another brother who's a preacher and so dynamic. And he said, Papa, what is happening to the world? And I said, Brother what is it? He said, the world is in a mess. I said, I know. Hmm. But you and I know because God, Jesus said it many years ago. And if it, we, we, we don't see the way if we see it, Jesus would have lied to us. The world got disconnected from God right from the Garden of Eden, right? Yeah. We are see, we are saying, a teno. A quadar, watching him, I mean, some. Um, Maybe we are, this is a cabby, a mona, baby, chino, and I'll be, be bassa. <laughs> Sany, we are saying, I don't know many minutes for you, shame, you know. Reverend, don't believe that now these days I hardly ask people to pray the sinner's prayer. It has become so. So, you know how I, I, I said, Lord, what do I tell him? I said, go on your news and, in she said, can't you say on show? What it changed? It a radio, eh? And it was beautiful. Now, baby, i the one who called me and said, hey, ready, chimmy, hey, ready, chimmy. Now, what's your ready, my on show? I, am mean, you, some, I Let your mind, Lord, arrest me. It's so important because you are out of control. Sexually, you are out of control. Fornication and lesbianism and masturbation, you are out of control. Let the Lord arrest you and put you in the proper place. And what is interesting, when he does that, and you will be be the first one, Peter will give his testimony, Paul will, Dennis will, Steve Asante will, give our testimonies. Of the gracious mercies of God. Hallelujah. Yeah. So you live in a messy world. I remember one time I was at Calvary Baptist. And Reverend Fadibi read. Um, I think from one of these translations. Genesis chapter 6. And he said, do you know what? Do you think this one comes from the graphic? And they said, um, it looks like. He said, no, no. This is Genesis chapter 6. The world of Noah in a modern translation. So we haven't gone too far from. The mess of the past. Because whenever there's a disconnect between man and God, what is left? There's no life. So, where well, there's no life, putrefaction sets in, and you know the consequences. Mmm. It's good. It's good. A good. you a mid Make up your mind. Ask for me. I will stand for the Lord. You know, I've always said that if Jesus couldn't change Judas, if you don't make up your mind, he will not be able to change you. Hello? Come on. Am I, am I making sense? I mean, three and a half consecutive years of fellowship with Jesus, and Judas couldn't be changed. He gave him several warnings, but he will never force you. And sometimes pastors we get frustrated when people are not changed. Jesus had only 12. Look at the number of people you have here. <laughs> don't get frustrated. Because if they don't make up their mind, and don't drive them away. Let them come. Because sometimes, after all the struggle one day, they will allow themselves to be arrested. <laughs> and so for me, I, I always say that I, I don't have too much problem with, you know, when they are not doing too well, I say, Lord, help them. Don't, don't harass them. He that is down needs fear. Now in this parable, the Lord Jesus says so many interesting things. We have read it. And what is the master saying? And what are some of the lessons we can learn As we begin this great conference. Now the first thing I would like for you to know from this parable is the fact that. Now but before I get there. Now let me say this. When you gave your life to Christ, something happened. Now will you give me one John. These days I teach a lot about that. So that you know who you are and why God puts so much demand on you. One John 3. Let's all read it. One John 3, 7 to 10. 1 John 3, 7, are we all ready? ready, go. Let, now, please, let's all read it. Now, those of you who are, who are doctors, and this is pideon. Uh, the plural will be a, a, a little bit different. But, little children, let's all go. Ready, go. Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. He who sins is of the devil, For the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whoever has been born... Now, this part is very important. Ready? Go. Whoever has been born of God does not sin. For his seed remains in him. He cannot sin because he has been born of God. Now, let's stop here a little bit. You see why God so much demand on you? If you are born of god and let me be a little bit academic here if you are born of god the sperma the seed is the word the greek word is sperma and when you talk about sperma you know what? if you are elementary biology you know sperm what comes from the man to impregnate to for the egg to be what fertilized For the earth to be fertilized. Now this is the word he's using. Oh, gotcha, Whoever has Let's read it again. Whoever has been born of God does not sin. For his seed remains in him. And he cannot sin because he has been born of God. Listen, if you are born of God, God's perma is in you. Now if you have God's permit in you, then by other, by definition, God's DNA. Hello? There is a divine DNA in you. And therefore you cannot continue to practice sin. Now let me warn you. Whoever is born of God, this is what he says. He didn't say whoever goes to church. Is that what he said? Oh, I'm to ezan se nyamian ba etinimu naba, etinimu No, ontumi nyabone se an se nyame na awu no na nade mo se cotton nwa no ma oba an se nini a wo se hwan eh wo mu ntimi nyisu o ene me se then he so dia wo asanti nia wo kan kraid ene ene koma so wo kan twia ema yano mrantie no wo teti wo kwu jankob ya wo se dwanya onkoba I do In You do understand, Are you? So, now this is a very important premise where we stand and begin from. That because of your identity with divinity, you cannot behave otherwise cannot behave like the world. Will you say amen? amen. And so, now, I'm, 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 what I'm trying to do is for you to realize that when he talks about his servants, his servants, his servants, he's talking about those who are born of God. And so that those who misbehave, and he deals with them, tells you that they are servants who were interested in just what was happening but no commitment. And there was this Judas. If you go to John 13, he washes the feet of the disciples. And then he, he comes to Peter. And he said, oh, wash my whole body then. Now first, he said, I won't allow you to wash my feet. He said, no, if you, if I don't wash your feet, you are part of, not part of me. Then he said, then wash my whole body. You know, Peter was a very bad leader. When he started washing the feet of the disciples, why didn't you stop him? Because he was the leader. You didn't ask him to stop. Lord, why do you wash our feet? He should have asked him to stop. He waited until he came to him to show that he was a super spiritual person. And then when he said no, then he said, then wash my whole body. Why did you ask him to wash all the body? You know, he had a big problem. And sometimes in, in leadership, sometimes we behave like that. We have to be very careful. I said, "She, I did a message for you. Namely, say the bias say ready, my name is so. Now say ready, the who say ready? I did a better idea on this. Obey my number. Be about what i to challenge you, so that you wake up to what He has put in you. That is why Moses couldn't get to Canaan. And I tell you, leaders, please don't you allow anybody to frustrate you, so that you don't get to Canaan." Now, that doesn't mean that you are going to hell. But that's so that you don't miss your final goal in terms of ministry. Will you say amen? Yeah. When frustration set in, go to the master for grace. You will say amen. Yeah. And so you realize that the Lord Jesus is speaking about a situation which is so intimidating. He gives a parable. And Jesus was a master in a communicator. And a parable is a story that is thrown alongside truths so that they come out very clearly. The Greek word para balou. Para. balo Ballet dancing. So alongside you throw a lesson. That's a very simple thing we all should understand. And he goes out for a, a big wedding. And he leaves his estate in the house of, in, the, in charge of, you know, his, uh, this manager or so. And uh, when he left, then he said, Charlie, what okay. And so all sorts of things take place. And let's see how things work. Um, what took place and the lessons we can learn from it. Hallelujah. Yeah. Now, in the first place, what you realize is that he put them in charge, very focused, very clear about his expectation, take care of these things. I will return. Now, what kind of FIL? I I love what late Miles Morro used to emphasize upon: kingdom. The kingdom, the rule, the reign of God. God is ruling, God is in His reign. And the moment you believe in Christ, you become part of His realm. Will you say amen? And that is a very, because are now you see the problem we have is that quite often we think that the church is the kingdom. So when we come in it and then we, we are in it and sometimes you sing in the choir and that's okay. And you do a little bit Sunday thing, that's okay. You do children's department, that's okay. But thank God that that is part of it. But that is not all of it. In fact, the most important thing is, first and foremost, you are, listen, you have vertical relationship with him. You know, in Luke chapter 10 and verse number 18 and 19, especially verse number 19 and 20, he says that, I give you power to trample upon scorpions, serpents, all the worst of the enemy. Nothing whatsoever shall hurt you. But don't rejoice in the fact that demons come out because at your command. But rejoice in the fact that your name is written in the book of life. Now, I often tell people that it is not in any way minimizing the importance of deliverance. Because I believe with all my heart after this many years, and I, about two Fridays ago, what I saw ministering to the Methodist Diocese of Kumasi, at the, on the Friday, come and see people manifesting demons. We could hardly handle them. So many, one year, 12 people, to say jata. And sometimes it's all because right from their girlhood or boyhood days, when they were flirting and fooling around with immorality, you open up to demons. Young ladies, let me tell you when you are living with somebody in sexual immoral immoral relationship, it's not fun. And yet, you because you are in rebellion and there are demons who service rebels. and so he goes away. He gives them such great responsibility to serve him. And we have come in and we have been given the opportunity to serve the master. I don't know how long I'm going to live. Next Sunday, I'll be 68 years. i have two years more to hit 70. And let me tell you this. He has been so merciful to me. <laughs> well, who me more about? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> you know i was i was in minneapolis my son in law is the last born of lawyer Toto as antiman man lawyer Toto, you, you don't know him he he died at eighty nine very brilliant one of the in the legal brace Ghana has ever produced, and his son—it's never. You talk about farm things, and he said, "What is it?" Said, "Hey, a free year for." I said, "Hey, can you?" I was, who so, be there. So, I want, my daddy, my jammer. Dad. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> now, things are not the, the the challenging thing is the fact that. We come into the family and he gives us the opportunity to serve him. Now it doesn't matter how long you are going to live. I remember reading about Robert McShane, one of the Puritans of yesteryears. You know, I love reading the books by written by the you know John Owen, some of these great Puritans of our historic faith. One night I spent the whole night reading about John Wesley. So when I speak to the Methodists and I sing and I I say, Ah now we're Methodists I'm saying, no, no, me a Methodist me a Christian. <laughs> it's, it's, so important. Robert Machain died at the age of 31. Reverend Dennis, 31. And his brother wrote about me, and said, my holy brother, Robert Machain, a year ago, died. Some of them died because they didn't handle their lives properly. Praying hard. Uh, you know about praying hard and David Brainerd and some of these guys. Can you imagine Christians go and kneel in the snow praying? I didn't think I'm telling you. At my age, when we are fasting, I know when to break. My Hallelujah. It's it's important. You must know how to handle yourself. Amen. So, he comes, he asks them to give account of their stewardship. And that's what the Lord is asking us to do. Work, one day you give account of your stewardship. What the, what the amount, talents, gifts, money, opportunities. You know, all of us are not going to give account. One of the parables similar to this, Luke 19, he give them a mina each. And then he returns, he goes for his kinship investiture, he returns, and they are to give account. The same context. And then they begin to give the account, and then there was this one guy who was given only one. The master knew him. He give all of them, of course, got one each. The master knew him. I said, Oh, you're a hard man. So I did this, I did that. We won't go there now. Or I me. I said, Sometimes we do the same thing. When we are given the opportunity, Lord, you know why. No man is coming and body no be wood. Oh, sir. Let me tell you, divine. Listen divine instructions and obligations are non-negotiable. In fact, he so stood that he said, if this arm offends you, do what? If your eye is offending, you do what? It is that serious. And why is it so? Because the heaven you are going to is so precious that if it will demand all your life, give it away. I didn't hear a good Amen. I love this great hymn, this verse in the Methodist. Says, my Lord, my life, my way, my end, accept the praise I bring. Weak is the effort of my heart and cold to my warmest thought. But when I see the as thou art, I'll praise the as." Till then I would your love proclaim with every fleeting breath, and may the music of your name refresh my soul. Jesus, my savior, brother, friend, my prophet, priest and king, yeah, my, <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, let praise God. hallelujah. Hey, Hallelujah. 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 And so, it is interesting. The believer is then charged to be in a state of readiness. He's always to be prepared, always watching and waiting for the master's return because he didn't know when he was going to return. And that is our Lord. No demand on him. He is sovereign. That is the living God. He is Yahweh, the self-existent one. He is the only self-existent one. And that is ne- the covenant name Yahweh being the self-existent one. And by implication, covenant making, covenant keeping. Because the self-existent one only reaches out in a covenant relationship with people. Whoever relates to him, relates to him as a covenant person. Or a covenant child. Please say Amen. amen and that's why he must be taken very seriously he does not enter into any relationship you know he doesn't joke he takes himself very seriously that's why he said he is a jealous god brethren god is a jealous god you know why many societies in our countries in africa we are poor Jonah 2.8, those who worship damp idols, forfeit the grace that could be theirs. Psalm 16 verse 4, those who pursue idols, they multiply their sorrow. And I tell you, when the Lord God sees people worshiping idols, it gives him so much pain. Jonah 2.8, those who worship damp idols, Psalm 16 verse 4, their sorrows uh, those who regard wordless and forsake their own mercy. As another translation, New King James. Now Psalm 16 and verse number 4. Let's look at it quickly, Psalm 16. Their sorrows shall be multiplied. Who hasten after another God? Their drink offerings of blood I will not offer, nor take up their names on my list. Will you say amen? amen. If you want trouble, you follow damp idols. God takes himself very seriously. And that is the boss who went for a wedding. And he'll come back. He'll come back. And all the signs point to the fact that his coming is very near. If we, if we want to go into that, we, may, we, might, we might go into that. But by implication, listen to this carefully. This God takes himself so seriously. If you joke with him, he will make you miserable. Do you know the lessons you should learn as you read the papers and listen to the news? Learn. If God loves you and he sees that you are straying into areas he has not called you into, he will knock you so that you get back to where he wants you to be. And it is only when you are fortunate that he will do that for you. If you, (laughs) if you are not fortunate, he won't do that for you. But if he loves you, then he will give you a knock. I didn't ask you to go there. I asked you to do this. Why? What are you doing there? Stay here. And do what I want you to do here. Your language is changing. Instead of salvation, it is about this, it's about that, it's about management, it's about. Leave that to Sabimpo and his people. Even he is a pastor. (laughs) Will you say amen? Amen. Oh, will you say amen? amen? It's very important because people of God, we have to be careful. So much has been given to us. Bank managers, Officers and various departments, you are serving the Lord. And when you go to work, you serve and serve like Joseph did. Like Daniel did. And let Christ be seen in your profession. But if I called you to be a pastor, pastor. Take care of God's flock. He will ask you, do you love me more than these? Lord, you know all things, and He does, because He knows why He called you to be a pastor. He could have called others, and they are even pastoring, even though they are doing other things. But if He has called you to do that for Him, take it very seriously. Will you say Amen? amen. Be fully dressed. That's the words He used, even to having His belt. Tight around his waist. In the world well of our blessed Savior uh, Jesus Christ, the men walk ropes that had to be tied with belt at the waist or else the loose ropes hampered movement and work. It was impossible to move freely without the belt being tight. Yes, <laughs> you at the end you too anything. the belt boom. The better booms that be boom walk where we and we've been walking Biara, and you are muffled. I boss walking, and Nimian, Modima, and Nibra, de be It's ye. Now, <laughs> better because as I told you, I began I began with look. Henceforth, there must be formative engagement with Scripture, so that even if it's one Bible verse, by the time I get up, I remember I minutes. Mean, and this year too, we speak a lot at challenge conferences. This year we are speaking. I usually don't come to Accra. <laughs> I'm in Kumasi, and. Myself and Professor Adai often speak the other places. And I remember when Takradi was in a year or two years ago, and he was saying that at my age, I go on my knees for two hours, find time, look for time, for two hours. Now, you don't have to do what Adai does, because Adai is a pensioner. <laughs> so if you, if you copy him, you go; to, they will sack you. <laughs> look, there was this lady who was looking for work. My wife and I have adopted the whole family. We spend a lot. But just last week I had to pay half of the last nest. There are four girls. The One is in the nursing room. I had to pay half because I I, 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 had to pay some other things. And listen to this carefully. <laughs> I asked you to fast for three days. Immediately after that, after that you get wet. You rejoice in the Lord. I, my wife and I travel nine weeks away. We come back and she's at home. Why? Did you tell them no? See, but we had cast out demons out of that girl, very powerful spirits. And I said, Look, when you say you out, So it's it's so sad. Don't let down your God because we live in a terrible world. We are not even talking about demonic infestation. We're talking about just the social mess, which of course have the backing of the devil. Hallelujah. And so you are to put on your belt. Now that's a very beautiful picture. Now modern day, athletics day, sometimes I get mad with the women athletes. While the men even are a little bit moderate, the women will stood themselves say they only wear the panties. Awesome. They say, yes, yes, yeah I was recently in the UK. They stripped themselves naked. Did, did you see that? It happened in London. Naked. And I said, yes, that's I hear both. They say they are heading. We have been say They say they are absent. I hear them beko bio. Mumpa mu yemu. Namonsuno nyimba. The world is in a mess. Put on your belt. Tighten your belt. So that as you run, you will not be tripped and fall down. Only say Amen. And so he's talking about serious engagement with the lord but it is about you it is about your body put on your belt and then the other side then let the light be burning now those days they had this uh i should have remembered thank god my wife knows they say you always must remember what i tell you she knows every language Bobo. that's what they had and some very funny wick and so it gave some very funny light but they had to make sure that the, the, the end was so good so that light was always, always available so trim it trim it, work hard, it all calls for engagement, watchfulness attention attention what I do when I sit on on flights, I witness I'm always witnessing. Now, this time I, I I wanted to witness this white guy, Joshua, and he said, I, I don't believe in God. I said, Oh, well, that's fine. I've never met somebody like you. I, I know I've heard about them, but I haven't met you, are the first one I've met. <laughs> And my first question to Joshua was that: What informs you about morality? What is your traffic light? Go, stop, wait. As I guess, I said, no guess this year. I'm very serious about what I'm because about your eternal destiny. I'll tell you, he didn't pray to receive prayer, but when we were leaving, Joshua was very sober. And I think. I met one of your men one Mr. Korte on the same flight back and Mr. Korte was witnessing and he shouted Enyawa <laughs> Give Mr. Korte a good hand. <laughs> I tell you, that is Mr. Korte represented the church very well on the flight. And i gone gone to the washroom, I was back and he said, No Bible, never said. <laughs> Oh, thank God for Mr. Kote. He was witnessing. Why not? Papa, not? Why 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 not? Because, in the last, was it two years ago, myself and Professor Adai were the main speakers at the Food Gospel Convention at the uh, National Conference Center. You know how they, uh, they came by us? I was on a flight from Kumasi to Accra and I was witnessing. And Mr. Prah uh, and Bennett, they said, Papa, how can we do what you people do? <laughs> I said, Bennett, do you really love Jesus? He said, Yes. So why don't you tell people that you are in love with him? <laughs> he said, Then it's Miss World. He said, Baby, tell them what i Eh? Wherever you, you went, you were telling people about you. And yesterday we had a great wedding, and these young men—I love them, very brilliant. Virgin boy, girl, serving our Sunday school and teen service department, and the word—I have never seen anything like that. There are so many people. If you say, "Well, God blesses you," maybe say, "Abasua bapa." And I went Gas <laughs> a bi, a This evening there was a, an album launch in our church, and there was some guest artists. And when she started singing, I walked out. The way she had dressed, and everyone said, that, "Ah, and then enka pastor be now i'm not joking god's house is a place where there must be reverence young ladies let me tell you and i'm going to talk about this look even even aesthetic that you are dressing and things which are fashionable and things like that must have formative presence will you say amen Amen. it's answer who representing jesus christ ah you are representing jesus Put on your belt. Now remember, you are operating from your identity. That's why we start talking about the fact that God's DNA is in you. Peter said, "Lord, are you talking to us or to others?" <laughs> Peter, I am addressing those in the house. Please say, "Amen." Then we there one day we are singing, Ha, hired though? Ha, you do? Baby, I woo. <laughs> baby, <I> woo. <laughs> Yes, and yet. Yet, I say, baby, I am a yesu. Amen. 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 Now, why this readiness? First, because the Lord is returning to examine our stewardship opportunities he's returning that is what the story is saying He's gone for the wedding, but he's coming back for us to give account of the opportunity He gave us while He was absent. He's, we must be ready because the Lord is returning to examine our stewardship opportunities. He's the head of the house he owned the property he left our uh, uh, to attend the great feast, he is returning to home, to his house and his property. His return is an absolute certainty. Into our verb, yo. you must be like men who wait and stay awake. Look and are prepared for their Lord. You must be ready to open the door immediately when he knocks, for he is going to return and knock. Again, his return is an absolute certainty. Now remember, it will be a personal return. Acts one eleven. This same Jesus you see going is coming back. It's a personal return. Onwa na oba, and your It's a personal return. Two, it will be a visible return. Acts one eleven. The same Jesus, visible. So he said, it's going to be a personal return. It's going to be a visible return. It will be a triumphant return. Will you say Amen? Matthew 24.30 Matthew 24.30 Ah, it is going to be a glorious day, but it was also going to be a sudden return like in the parable. The angels will be his protocol. Will you say Amen? Archangels not just, uh, just angels. First Thessalonians 4.16 it's going to be a glorious day. We can't wait. We can't wait. We can't wait for the king to burst in the, in the, in the, in the atmosphere. And uh, the trumpet sounds and time is no more. And the church is raptured to meet her king and her lord and her husband. Will you say amen? amen. I want to believe that you'll be there. You'll be there. Amen. You'll be there. Amen. And you know, I always tell you that if you are going to be there, there's only one key thing. You are holy and you are obedient. That's the banner. We are cron-cron. We are cron-cron. Now we are set here. Cron-cron. Set We We are cron-cron. I'm dance here. I'm America. I'm surgery. I'm take it. I'm say, i thousand dollars. I'm me that time I met mean, my program, uh, I what they saying? uh, suffer with come hard this thing, agape house. I was there for three days, and that was the first night. So, immediately after the administration, that night we had to deal with a lot of demons. A young boy who had been masturbating for 15 years, very powerful spirit. I after I was wet all over, and somebody said, Pastor, I mean, master, and you mean, who? And a thousand dollars, <laughs> hotel, three, six thousand cities. But my Look, when I heard of the need of the brother, now don't think, I don't have money. I you try and mind? You try <laughs> and so we we are not those people. And, and 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 so you every 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 person counts so much. But when the Lord speaks into your spirit, that brother, we need that money to live well. I have a, a young ever ever friend. If he has his wedding, I couldn't attend. Last Saturday at Obuasi. I was so happy, Anani. He said, Papa, call the book. I sent thousand dollars for Anani. And I he said, Please come and visit. I met all the parents, and he was so happy. I said, Anani, I am glad that God gave us the grace to give you the money. In fact, you got to praise God for the grace of giving. Amen. amen. Now you, you got to th- Lord, thank you for giving me the grace to do what normal human beings will not do. Will you say amen? That is what you must rejoice in: the grace, the grace yes. I love this church for one great thing, apart from many things. One great thing: your are heart for missions. You are hard for missions. I've heard testimonies from villages in the north. I said, Oh, do you know this church? I said, You tell me what church? And I said, Okay, tell me the story. They came here. They came to Nandarugu. They came here. They came here. I said, I know them very, very well. And I'm not surprised. Put your hands together for the Lord. They said, Sir, this year my court, I was the I was whole week, I was, March, the whole week I was in, in Yendi. I go there every year, I go to the north. So I hear the stories of your good works. But I'm praying to God that the good works, you will have your portion. Amen. Your contribution will help some poor program out there in that village to have hope. Will you say amen? amen. Ah, the King is coming back. Hallelujah. And so you get ready. Put your um, belt on. And let God work in you. Will you say amen? Yes. Now, we must get ready because it is the very reason why we have been working anyway. Will you say amen? Yes. We are working because the king is coming back. Amen. Yes. Get ready because actually that is why you are laboring. When he comes, our uh, glorious king, all his round, some home to bring, then I knew this song we will sing. Let's sing it. Hallelujah. Ya, what a say. So, you see, get ready because actually you are church coming, you are giving, you are everything is towards that great day. And so why do you want to waste time doing other things? Why the main action, you are messing up, you are fooling around it. And so you are everything. Now let me suggest you henceforth, every relationship conversation must revolve around the one thing. The second, the parousia, the second presence of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Will you say amen? amen? That's it. That's it. Now let me tell you, there are certain months, our whole salary goes to the poor and the needy. And God will come in and say, you, what do you have? I will surprise you. And I've seen mums when he has tripled and doubled because the little went away. It went away. Ah, mean who. I go to America sometime I go and I, so somebody called from Texas, uh, dollars, and he says, um, he sent a check for 500 dollars. He said, Some lady sent me 300 and said, "Ah,, I'm at war." was it Papa why mammy. When your opportunity say my and I'm "Oh God." Brethren, this God is faithful. And so get ready because all that we are doing in this world as believers, true believers, is geared toward this one great event. When the bridegroom and the bride will meet. And the wedding supper will be celebrated. Don't miss it in the name of Jesus. Ah, don't miss it in the name of Jesus. So, mommy, see, work hard every day. Pursue the Lord. Engage the scriptures. Formative engagement. I've told that information is very linear. Formative is deep depth. If it's only one Bible verse. You brood. I was speaking for Pastor Eastwood. And I said to the graduates in Bogatanga. Look. When you read the Bible. Engage it so much so that the Bible will engage you. John Owen will say that proper formative engagement with Scripture is when, listen, when you just don't know the text, but the text knows you. I love that. Yes, the text know? text or Badu, or Huno, or Kawanim, or Huno, or Sewunkrani, or Huno, or Piao to say you know, or putono or Sigira, a Hanya, or Huno was Tumilika. Now I mean Kasiapa. And so when you do these things, then you are serious with God. You are serious with God. Hallelujah. I was in Canada and this church. And they, the worship team. And I saw one of the leaders say, "Ah, the software would never we I "My, Thank God, the second day, this girl broke down on the floor, crying, repenting, receiving Christ. And nobody will talk about it. Me, some me catch him say, "Nyami fi e I was speaking to the Baptist um, uh, university students uh, at a conference just before I traveled to the, to the US and the UK and Canada. And I don't want to mention a particular university. The way they dressed and came, I said, they move me yi me coat and i'm sending to kwesiwa <laughs> me a former president me can't tell am say baabi yamu firi baa ya makoshe santa diwa baa mo begi nyina ha asaa mo sakra nyina akese mu ahwe eh ase dada say mo ebi kwa mu nyina hoda na mu ahwe ase mi wiya na me coat me kutu na me opaso so sakra bebutu ha and they were crying and crying in fact Immediately after all the many activities, I have also one day with them. Look, the king is coming back. Now let's move quickly and then um, listen. The next reason is the fact that he is returning unexpectedly that's what the parable says Unexpectedly, and when he comes he's going to knock and ask you to open now all these are pictures of how he wants you to watch with seriousness and keep awake waiting for him the believer must not be careless get tired of waiting get sleepy be caught off guard begin to disbelieve and in the last days, they are going to make fun of us. Now, those of you who are aware of the publications of Oprah Winfrey, be very careful of that lady. She belongs to the Illuminati. Now, I can say this in America. Me, I'm not afraid of them. They catch her on that. When a young girl asks you a question, I, I am fornicating. Am I doing wrong? Who are you doing anything wrong against? So, what is Oprah Winfrey saying? There is no absolute. There is no final reference when it comes to behavior. And then we ask him, we ask him? Nobody should prescribe to the parameters of your behavior because you are of age. And the new ages started thinking long ago, we are the world, we are the universe. Look, you are who? No parameters. Nobody, no, the teaching, the end you decide, the end you the end you. They do baby, oh, baby, baby, na, moko jaliye kro moko, tole bakunswa, enjehe, uchiamina, mabadeja, kunswa mabadeja, the penny aye yon, ubi akoshe, bemauve di, from yesterday, oh yeah, my. It happened in those uh, uh, generation. So do Mangomora. We live in a very terrible world. My four grandchildren are in Canada. The prime minister, I was there, Monday, Saturday, 150th anniversary, and the gay movement, we were on the streets of Ottawa. And this guy, Trudeau, this young man, and his family were with them, waving gay flags. And I'm saying, this day, your children have been demonized. And when they grow up, and the daddy, they I'm going to marry who? Miss, miss, uh, miss Gay. Say so what? Say so why? What? You remember you took me to the street and we were celebrating. I want to celebrate with one of them. They are you going to say. So you live in a very terrible world, and you must make up your mind. Otherwise, and they are going to challenge you, your commitment. The time will come when they will ask you questions. The time will come when you will be unpopular, if you are not already unpopular. You see, Get up uh, your loins. There are certain things I'm going to share with you the next two days. Uh, you, you, this world is already in a very serious place when it comes to departure from God. And you must make up your mind that Lord, whatever, I would already, I already, my main Let me end with the next one. Now, the fourth reason is because of the danger of taking things for granted. It happened to the Jews. And it could easily happen to you. Jesus said it. Oh, we are the children of Abraham. You remember that? Yeah, Abraham. And, and so they began, they started misbehaving. Jesus would teach the Jews and say, oh, we are not sinners. We are the children of Abraham. He said, what? If you are Abraham's children, you wouldn't do what you are doing to me. Taking God for granted. The message of Hosea. He said, look, you are like half-baked bread. One side is burnt, another side, no heat. So in the second session, we see Jesus draws... The picture of a wise and unwise steward. In the middle, the steward had almost unlimited power. A trusted steward ran his master's house for him and administers his estate. The unwise steward made two mistakes. One, he said, I will do what I like while my master is away. He forgot. I'll do what I like. It has happened in the history of the church. When they lose contact with truth, It is going on. If you go to Luke chapter 19, Jesus is so strong about marriage as a covenant. And you break it, and you are in serious trouble. But of course, where there's infidelity, there can be a break. I tell you where there is infidelity, it becomes very difficult for your husband or your wife to trust you. I heard of a story of a young lady who got married to an old man. A man who said, I don't want to do anything. I don't know where to pick him or he said, I don't know where he is. <laughs> he said, I don't know where he is. He said, I don't know where he is. He said, I when did your wife become your, your, your sister? You see the next after you. If you are sick my friend, go and look for some. <laughs> we got to take things seriously. An old man marries, a, a young lady doesn't marry an old man. Oh yeah, can't roll in this revolution once a month. What's the so bad that What do you create they did come Ah! <laughs> you are husband and you cannot relate historically. Please, amen? amen? And we are having a lot of problems with this. I was in love with this young lady. I mean, everywhere you go, when when the, the heat is on and they see the wealth of the man, they want to go for it. And then after a while, they begin to realize that oh, that is not it. Please be very careful. So, make them yache papa no. <laughs> it's it's happening. May God give us grace. So be very careful. My wife, when I celebrate my birthday, seven months, he catches up, and of course I'll be in front of uh, ahead of her. We are we are I mean you didn't come up. I want to see you We relate historically. Will you say amen. And so, no problem. So, please, as we talk about this, because if you don't take care, some of these things will shackle man like, and manage. You, and you see that you are running with no belt. And you have problems. So, What kind of books do you read? I hear somebody, oh, uh, was it this potter guy, uh, okay. Harry Potter. Oh, my. Uh, you know, one funny thing. Why do you want your children to read? Because everybody, their children, their children read, and they look so elite. Let me tell you. What is elite about Harry Potter? I want my children, don't allow any of my grandchildren to touch those books. Things without God level, if it is in the academia, I have no problem. They will have to read them. But if it's some novel or fiction, please don't take them there and get them demonized. Will you say amen? Amen. It's so important. Get to know what your children are reading. Who are their friends? Especially those those children who go to the high high schools. Some of the parents have no good moral you know, values they their lives are in a mess and their children are watching them and they go with the mess into your, into the schools and mess up your child one of our, our ministers child went to school and a friend asked him to eat um sugar cane with him you know i think uh one one was holding uh, the other end with the teeth and the, let's chew it and not know that he was demonizing the child we had to cast out the demon out of the child Hey, and it was happening. Now they are out there. They, they just do things. I, 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 I was uh, in the UK uh, last year. My wife and I were there. And there was this story. This guy was in his closet. You know, the closet, small room where you hang your crook. And he was there. And then um, a voice came Give your heart to me. Give your spirit to me. He said, Who are you? He said, I'm God. And please. The word God is, is a generic thing. Now, that's why in the Hebrew language, Elohim is God. But that's why we say, Yahweh Elohim. David say Yahweh, you are my Elohim. Yahweh, you are my God. For somebody, it's not Yahweh. Antonyama is his God. And so for believers who have the same Connection with the Jews, the faith of Abraham, Yahweh is our Elohim. Will you say amen? amen? And so don't mess up. Don't 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 go for anything. And those are going to pray, Yami, look, who's your who's your hmm. Yahweh is my yami. The covenant, the self-existent, covenant keeping, covenant making, covenant-keeping God is my God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. <inaudible> God, there's so much we have to take seriously if we are really going to get ready. Now, God willing, tomorrow, I'll dwell a lot on spiritual formation that makes you ready. Will you say amen? amen. It is so dear to me. Don't miss it. Because here Kenya you know, readiness you know, boils down to how you engage things God has given to us. is not formative. Ah, when I'm waiting on the Lord, I'm fasting and praying, I have visions and they come to pass. I have dreams, they come to pass. When I pray, I, 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 I tell yesterday when we were praying for this couple. God made a very lengthy tongues interpretation and everybody was edified. Wo dey o ka tonsu ya wo ncheh eh. Na wadwa ya ho saa na wadi shugue so. Na say kwade komase biblia ba mi say bi wonkan ha ba kweye o to all to ba kweye ten na. It was ho ha 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 ho ha 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 ho ha ha ha. In the name of Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> I have been here. Come on, sit there. The end A serious Last night, last Friday night, I couldn't sleep. I'm here all night. Jesus. No in the name of Jesus Holy Ghost fire <laughs> I've got to say me who fire and he did be And so you see, when the Lord stayed long in coming, then they began to misbehave. Now, as we conclude, li- listen. It is very important for you to realize that his delay is meant for us to work. Amen? Amen. Now, if you work, then you can pray and say, Lord, make me live longer, not because of the latest fashion, but because I want to serve. Lord, you know that my, my kind it's rare, so give me more years so that I will impact my society for your glory. Will you say Amen? amen. And when you do that, the Lord will listen to your prayers. I go to place. Next thing, <speaking> who who And I'm saying, may you have beer. I know the, enya bro. Sisana pebya ye frubbi better melon. Better melon. When we buy a frubbi better melon, a mano di omini. Eni no pa. But well, yeah, no, I know they can do a few things to be, but be so warm. Drink. Commander. <laughs> <laughs> now you men, there are areas when the woman commands you better listen. After all, you, you, were, you were in their womb. You suck their milk. And said so they know how to feed you better than you are, you are roughing thing you are doing on the back. And I will drink it better. I'll drink it, but I tell you, so healthy. I remember when we were well, in the UK, we were so free. We go to the groceries. Now, these young people, they, they don't want, they, they see you as a big man. Say, <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes they want to come for you to go to places with the latest lounges or what knows. You see me on the bus, witnessing. Um, when we talk about spiritual formation, we are going to touch all these areas. There is too much bigism in the church; it is destroying our testimony. All the goodies in the world are now into the church, <laughs> and we love them. Bigism. And these days, when I think of suit to cry, I never be I am it. Now I wear suit. But I was surprised when I went to some of the big churches in America. I wanted to learn from them. And every pastor was in Lagos. Hey! Oh, I was in people's church. Also, I just made a church in, in Toronto. I said, what? That day, the visiting teacher was the senior pastor of First Baptist Church, Hamilton. A man who is building inner city ministry. Forty million dollar apartment for the, uh, well, the, the street people. He started dreaming about this. Everybody said, it will not work. He got 7 million. He, he got to 12 million. Now to, it's reached. When I was there, he was hitting 14 million. The Canadian government said, know what you are doing, we cannot even do it. We will support you. That is the church at work. So people of God, get ready. Put your belt on. It will mean that, henceforth, now that's what we're going to touch on tomorrow, formative activities that will help you to really be in serious readiness. Will you say amen? amen. Because when we, when we take this seriously, we have no problem. And, and, and you will be happy in your life. I don't want to use that. You it will be full of joy. Because joy is the fruit of the spirit. Right? There are many Christians, you look at their faces, they are not happy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. They have no joy. <laughs> they have no joy. When they think about the second coming, their faces, say, misro, <laughs> I say, you are so funny. You are thinking about sex and compare to the second coming. Let me announce to you, heaven, there will be no marriage. <laughs> I pray to the Lord that we will take this thing very seriously. And let me tell you that if you are here tonight, and you know that you have not gathered your thoughts and your heart. To even take this, the, this law seriously. So, I have good day. And I won't buy excuses. They had excuses. Two. Yes, you to When you hear these things, somebody is in rebellion. And you've got to run away from them. And I tell you, friends can even court them. They say, "Mm, I'm poor. One of my, I have two deacons who are, one is a provost. And one of uh, the provost, one time he was in his office. And um, when he was the dean of, before he became a provost, one girl... I said, He thought that he was boasting. He was this girl said, So, So, my prayer to God is that you will set up and ask yourself, where am I? Am I in a position where, if you're talking about readiness, I am ready? Shall we pray? And I want you to be in what I will call formative prayer. Just engage God with your heart. Engage God with your heart. Where are you? If God wants to see you, Will he be happy with you? And if you think he will not be happy with you, I tell you, this is an opportunity for you, for God to be happy with you.